AJ and Hillbilly Horror Stories is doing an episode all about UFOs and aliens, they'll probably stop in two weeks. You're probably right. You are listening to HHS UF Only, a Hillbilly Horror Stories bonus episode. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 17 of UF Only. Hello. You know, I used WD-40 on this chair and it's still oh, squeaking. Oh, it's still squeaking? Well, I think, it, I think it's in a different section. I did the bottom and I should have done this back part. Oh. Anyway, that's not what people tune in for. Well, I uh, know. Not exactly sure what they tune in for, but... <laughs> well, we appreciate you, that they do, though. Let me tell you what they're going to get. Uh-oh. <laughs> a booby? This may be my favorite episode. What? Of UF Only. Come on now. This is this is going to blow people away. It and is? I'll be surprised at how many people have ever heard of this. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. We'll do it to it. In 1987, there was an incident at the Flushing Meadows Zoo. It's one of the craziest stories that I've ever actually heard of, whether it be paranormal or whether it be UFO or Bigfoot or cryptid, any of that stuff. The zoo itself opened in 1968, and it's on the exact same ground that the 1964 World's Fair was held. Yeah. Now, this area was featured in the original Men in Black movie, so that should tell you a little bit of something. During the World's Fair, there were several UFO sightings. Most were kind of brushed off as aircraft lights or natural phenomena. Uh Big, Big surprise there. Phenomena. In, <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't done that anymore. In 1966, a luminescent blue-green object was sighted over the park. Several witnesses described a glowing object that descended into the lake at 7.40 p.m. The explanation? Swamp gas. Now, like we said, the zoo opened in 1968, and it's been uh, associated with a number of strange incidents. There were numerous UFO sightings over the zoo in November of 1977. On November 30th, 12 wolves clawed their way through a chain-link fence. Well, dang. Before being rounded up by the police and park officials, the wolves killed several other animals. A caretaker that was there during this time said that he noticed several other animals missing when he actually made his rounds. He also said that the dead animals didn't look like they had been killed by any predators, including wolves. And that's going to come into play a little more. So he saw the dead animals. Yeah. And he said, um, this is not a wolf attack. I work at a zoo. I think I would know what a wolf attack looks like. Right. These animals are dead, but it's not by wolves. He noticed that the animals' pens that they were in had not been unlocked, damaged, or tampered with. So then how did they something get in there then, right? Something. Somehow. Now let's go to 1987. This is where the, the big story comes. The same caretaker, by the way, saw a green and white balls of light hover over the zoo for two straight nights. The animals were visibly agitated by whatever these lights were. Now, there had been budget cuts at the time, 
So all of the zoo staff was gone by 11 p.m., including security. So after 11 p.m., when the zoo staff left, the local police department was in charge of security until the zoo opened up the following morning. Now, we mentioned that there were two straight nights of these green and white balls. The morning after the second night of sightings, the staff would walk in on something that they would never forget. The caretaker and several other staff members were horrified to find that every animal in the zoo was dead. (gasps) Every animal. Oh, no. Now, not just dead, but bizarrely mutilated while still in their pens. It gets, it gets stranger. Despite the death and the strange mutilation to, to so many of these animals, there was little or no blood present. Now, we find this a lot in these stories of cattle mutilations and stuff all over the United States that people say they think, you know, it's probably a UFO-related incident because these animals look to be you know, pristine as far as the way they've been operated on. Mm-hmm. It looks like somebody with really good surgical skills had just removed sections of the animal, and yet there's never any blood. So I get the police didn't hear any of this? No. And that's something, actually, it's funny you said that because I'm getting ready to, to mention that. The zoo was promptly closed without any explanations to the public. Now, the zoo was already planning on doing some renovations. Therefore, that's kind of what the public had assumed was going on. And that's why the media really didn't ask any questions about, hey, why is the zoo closed? Yeah. Because they had already planned on doing some stuff. The zoo employees, though, said that they were told that the animal deaths were attributed to vandals or ritualistic killings. So that's why the mutilations were there. The problem with this is that there were no alarms set off, no sign of any damage to the zoo, and also the police heard absolutely nothing, and they were actually on site. When How can this they happened. be so sneaky? Now, I've seen some pictures that are attributed to this, oh, and no. they are very disturbing, to say the least. Man. These bodies looked like they had been decomposing for weeks, according to the caretaker and the people who were on site. They had exposed ribs, missing flesh, and all this happened overnight. Fast forward to 1991. This is five years later. UFOs were again sighted over the zoo. There were no strange deaths this time, but a number of animals appeared to have vanished. Again, the zoo was closed, and no trespassing signs were posted. An expensive upgrade of the zoo was implemented, including high-tech security devices. This time, the local media did ask questions, but were told that the funds had been made available for the improvements, and that's why it was promptly done. The zoo reopened in June of 1992. Now, I want to be as transparent as I can in this. I... I've seen this case in a couple of documentaries and on several sites online, but I haven't seen anything in a major newspaper to corroborate the story. So I guess what I'm basically saying in a nutshell is I don't really know if this 100% happened or not. And we know that they like to cover stuff up. So it's kind of hard, you know, to find out some of these things. But you said that that you said that happened in 87. 
Yes. And it did not open back up till 92? No, it, it it they reclosed it again in 91 when they had the other UFOs. Oh, okay. So I it was two you. separate different okay. two separate things. Okay, got you. So what do you think about that situation? You got a zoo where they have had numerous UFO sightings. All the animals end up, well, you got the first incident to where the wolves clawed their way out of a chain link fence. Think about how hard that would be. Mm -hmm. So they were so disturbed they get out. You got missing animals, according to the caretaker, and a bunch of dead animals that he says wasn't done by wolves. Then, and that was 1977, I believe. And then this was like 10, 11 years later when it happened again, except all the animals were dead and mutilated. I mean, it has to be. And then five years later, there's another case. It has to be. But why would UFOs be so fascinated with this particular zoo? Well, now that I have no idea, I don't know. But that's the, I mean, that's the only possible thing it could be to be able to, to go, get in there and do that and the way it was done. And like I said, the pins weren't disturbed. See, so I mean, these things happen with no way of entry. So maybe they shot a beam down there and like, just like, you know what I'm saying? Like over well, the body. And, and a lot of these mutilated cases... When you see cows and stuff, and it usually is cows. A lot of times, it does look like maybe it was a laser type. Yeah, laser. That's what I was trying to say. I thought you did say laser. Oh, did I? I thought you did. Oh, I might have. But yeah, I mean, if they have something that they can do that with, with minimal blood, like, I don't know. That is so Well, I mean, but the thing of it is, like, these animals were drained of their blood. Mm. It's like there were no, you know, these animals were completely mutilated, cut open, pieces missing but there was no blood or very little blood poor babies so interesting anyway i thought that was actually one of one of the favorite stories that we've one of my favorite stories that we've actually done yeah that's move feel so sorry for them yeah just chilling in their crib and (laughs) all of a sudden they had a meat fest yeah it's interesting but like i said there's you know, maybe it's a situation to where they can, these, if it's aliens, that they can um, kind of just materialize mm-hmm. in the pen. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, you know. Yeah. Like, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, like exactly. That. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that's the case. So, Could be, man. I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. So, I, I really did. And if I could have found more information on it. It was really hard to find information on. If I could have found more information, I actually would have made a, a whole show out of this. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, so guess where it ends up? Mm. UF only. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to mention this. I had said something last week about maybe only doing, you know, eight or nine more weeks or whatever. And uh, we've had a lot of people actually say, hey, if you if you decide to move on, do something else. That's fine, but we actually do enjoy it. Yeah, so, yeah everybody's been really nice. And, and my main thing is, as long as I can keep finding stories like this that mm-hmm. like really interest me, I could do that f- this forever. But a lot of the same stories that we've been doing kind of are just similar. And I guess that was my point of it. Pretty soon, it's just the same thing with just different locations, different people. Mm-hmm. So, but like this is completely different. So if I can keep finding stories like this and. Uh, the one in, in Louisville with the uh, the gentleman that was the first one attributed to losing his life during a, to chasing a, a UFO. I mean, those kind of uh, stories are like really cool to do. So if I can keep finding a bunch of different ones, we'll just keep doing them. So maybe I just need to look harder instead of just giving up. Yeah. Slacker. 
<laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Love y'all.